The Gemara in Psachim, Dafnun Zayin Amudalef, discusses which meat is better. Is it the meat of a lamb or the meat of a goat? Uh, the discussion might seem strange, but um, actually we are just about to celebrate Pesach. And the common Pesach, um, we are told that uh, you may bring either from a lamb or from a goat. And yet we know um, everybody brings a lamb, but you're allowed to bring a goat as well. So the, the Gemara discusses this starting with a very strange story. Um, let me just give you the background of the story. There was a Kayan Godel by the name of Yisachar Ishkvar Bar Kay. And um, the, the Azara the, actually called out and screamed out, kind of a Baskoil, saying, um, get out of here, get out of the Samikdosh, Yisachar Ishkvar Bar Kay, because you honor yourself and uh, denigrate the Kaddishim, the Korbanis. How so? He used to wear gloves when he did the Avoida, as if to say, I don't want to get my hands dirty with uh, the meat, the meat of the Korbanis. Now, that in itself shows that he paid more attention to himself than he valued the Korbanis. Um, then the Gemara says, well, whatever happened with him? Did he get out of the Azara? Did he continue as a Kohen Gadol? And he tells us the following story. So there was once um, a king and a queen. Rashi says that we're talking about king and queen for Malchus Bez Hashmonoi. They ruled over the Yerushalayim uh, in the later time, uh, the end of the Baisheni. Um, you know, a while after the Hanukkah story, Malchus Bez Hashmonoi, uh, continued with people that were non, not necessarily proper kings. But the Gemara tells us that once the king and the queen were sitting and talking, and the king said that uh, the goat meat is better. The queen says, no, the lamb meat is better. Then they had an argument, so somebody has to settle. Who's going to settle it? Who is going to decide who could prove which one of them is correct? So they agreed on the Kohen Gadol. Because they say Kohen Gadol bring Korbanus a whole day, and you know that the Kayanim had a chance to uh, take home and to eat some of, uh, some of the meat. So that makes him an expert. So they called actually this very Kohen Gadol, Yisachar Ishkvar Bar Kay, and they asked him which one is better. So he waved his hand contemptuously and he said, Meh, if the goat was better, they would have brought the goat every day for the Korban Tomit. In other words, the fact that the Korban Tamid was a lamb shows that that's where the preference is. The lamb is better. Well, the king didn't like that. So he said, being that he shows, he didn't show any respect for the king, um, we should chop off his right hand. So he went to the executioner and he gave him a bribe. And he says, cut the left hand instead. When the king heard that, he says, no, no, I said a right hand. So they actually severed his right hand as well. The Gemara says uh, after that that Rav Yosef exclaimed, Blessed is Hashem, who took retribution from Issachar Ikshvar Barkoi in this world 
meaning better he got punished now and then he'll be able to get in to Elamaba without any further punishment. So Yosef was saying actually that his punishment and all the Mefoshim are saying that it was kind of a midah keneged midah. Um, he used to cover his hands with gloves when he did Avaida. And then as a result, uh, his punishment was that his hands were severed. Ravashi continues and says, this poor Yesachar, he did not know the Mishnah. Because there is a Mishnah that clearly said that Rabbi Shimon says, that kvasim koidmim leizim bechol mokai. How come every time in the Torah, the Torah gives the two options whether you could you could bring a lamb or a goat, always gives the instructions regarding the lamb before the instruction regarding the goat. Would you say is because the meat of the lamb is better? Rabbi Shimon says no, because you see that in the chatos, it is. First, the goat is mentioned, and after that, the lamb is mentioned. So you could see that they are both equivalent. Ravina says that this, this Yisachar did not, not only didn't know the Mishnah, he did not even know a Pasuk in Chumash. Because you see clearly that he says, Im keves korbanoi, im es korbanoi. The fact that the Pasuk gives the two options is telling you that if you want, bring a lamb. If you want, bring a goat. Which means, once again, they're both equivalent. They're both as valuable. So what the Gemara is saying is that this Issachar could have saved both hands by uh, having learned the Mishnah and knowing to say to the king and the queen, well, actually, you're both right. They are both the best. Now... Of course, we need to understand what is the point of this story. You know uh, that every word in the Gemara is accounted for and measured. And there is definitely something to teach. Now, if what the Gemara was trying to say is just to tell us <clears throat> that lamb and goat are equal in value and in taste, uh, they could have just made that statement very clearly. If the Gemara wanted to clarify that one may bring either a goat or a lamb and is the same thing, the Gemara could have said it very clearly without the need of bringing that whole story of the king and the queen and the Kohen Godel. We must therefore say that the fact that this story was told to us in great details is because there is a deeper meaning to it. And there is a message to be drawn from it also in our Aveda. So the Rebbe explains this story from a deeper <clears throat> perspective. Let's first explore who are all the, the characters in this story. We have the king, the queen, the Kohen Godel. We have the lamb and the goat. Let's see which, each one, what does it represent. So firstly, we are going to talk about the lamb. The lamb is a peaceful animal. Um, and the lamb also is the one that was actually used for Korban Tomid every day. The Korban Tomid was brought daily in a very consistent manner, morning and afternoon, same time. So therefore, the lamb re represents 
the Avaidas at Tzadikim. A Tzadik is constantly and consistently pro progressing in his Avaida. Never falls back. Never needs to catch up. It's always going, Mechayel El Chay. Does not be Yitzharara. So therefore, he could only go forward. They do not need to fight a Yitzharara. They do not need to fight the world around them. Very peaceful Avoida. And therefore, that is what the lamb represents. On the other hand, goat represents Avoida Satshuva, more particularly someone who has sinned and needed to do tshuva about tshuva. Why? The word goat in Hebrew is es. Es is the same word as as, which means bold. Because tshuva requires boldness. Baal Tshuva is one who fiercely fights his Yetzirah, sets himself high standards, separates himself from the world in order to be able to actually catch up. And so here we have the lamb is the Tzadikim, the goat is the Baal Tshuva. Now the king and the queen, they both, both represent Hashem. Sometime, Hashem is referred to as a king, and some, sometimes is referred to in the feminine form. We are familiar with the concept of Kutsha Berichu Ushchinte, Hakadosh Baruchu and the Shechina. Hakadosh Baruchu, who, masculine, that refers to the king. The Shechina, which is in the feminine form, that refers to the queen. What is the difference between Kutsha Berichu, Shechinte, HaKadosh Baruch and this Shechinah? Kadosh comes from the word Kadosh, Muvdal, holy, but also separated, remote. That refers to the way Hashem is with, when He's not taking consideration the world, which means the way Hashem is higher and separated from the world. And that is comparable to a king. A king separated from his subject, above the rest of his people. Whereas the queen refers to the Shechina. And as I, as I mentioned before, the Shechina is a feminine, in feminine form. What is the idea of the Shechina? Hashem's presence within the world. Hashem residing within the world, meaning that the energy that Hashem puts, the highest that Hashem gives into the world. That is the queen. The Kohen Gadol. Kohen Gadol is the one that serves in the Besamikdash. And the whole point and purpose of Besamikdash is the Shochanti Besoicham, that the Ebeshe should reside within us within this world. With all this, we could now understand the deeper meaning of the story before. The king chose the goat, the Baal Tshuva, because just like the Baal Tshuva, the king positioned himself above the world, boldly avoiding his, the world possible pitfalls,
The queen, on the other hand, naturally, she chose the lamb, the tzaddik. Because the tzaddik, just like the shechina, reside within the world and find a way to bring a locus into the world through their regular daily avoidance. Logically, the Kohen Gadol now will side with the queen because his duty is uh, the chief officer of the Besamikdosh, Veshochanti Besoichom, all about to bring the Shechina down here. And indeed, he brings as a proof the Koban Tomit. Koban Tomit that is brought consistently every day at the same time, never changes, which, as we mentioned before, is the Avoidas Tzadikim. So for sure, the Kohen Gadol is going to choose the lamb, which represents the Tzadikim, and side with the queen, whom both of them, their goal is to bring the Shekhinah down. The Ebrasha brings a different dimension to this story. He says that the sheep represents Nigle, and the goat represents Nistar. How so? As we mentioned before, the sheep is the one that is more involved within the world, so to speak, uh, without the need to fight and remove himself from the world. And that is basically what Nigle is. Nigle is taking the Torah and showing the mitzvahs from a perspective of Gashmias. The way to practice the mitzvahs, the way it is written in Aloha, is totally physical. It involves the world. It involves Gashmiseke items. Nistar, on the other hand, is removed from the world. It's more abstract, more aloft. So, consequently, the king, which is Kuchibirichu, finds more affinity with the goat. Nista, those more abstract, elevated teachings of the Torah. The queen, which is the Shechina on the other hand, prefers the lamb. Because the only way to have a locus permeate Gashmis Ailam is only when we perform a mitzvah the way it is prescribed by Halacha. Nikle, the Kohen Gadol, who, as we mentioned, his function is to serve in the Besamikdash, which is to bring a locus lemato. A locus lemato is going to have to agree with the queen that to bring down a locus that it should imbue Gashmi Sa'ilam is going to have to be with the practice of the mitzvahs the way it is specified in Nigle the Torah. The Ebbe brings a third dimension, also drawn from Siches Mamorim of the Rebbe Rashab. And that is completely a different angle. It's coming from a different angle, and this is the way it goes. The Gemara says, Basically, that when we learn Torah, when we learn Torah, we bring peace into this world. Torah, as we mentioned before, Limuda Torah is something that doesn't really require a fight or involvement in Oilamaze. You just close yourself up, you learn Torah, and that's nice and peaceful. 
So therefore, the lamb, which is the peaceful animal, the most peaceful of animals, the lemele, right? That represents the yeshve oyhem, the people who devote all their time only to learn Torah. They have no concerns with the outside world. They're not involved with the rest of the world. All they do is learn Torah. The goat, on the other hand, that represents the people who engage in worldly pursuit in order to make a living. What we call Baale Esek, the people who have to go to work and have to be involved within the world. When it comes to the Ravayda Sashem, the focus of the Ravayda Sashem is in Kuma Mitzvahs, more particularly Tzedakah. That, again, involves interaction with the material. And in that case, the Yeshve, the, the Bale Esek, are the ones who are more involved in merging or bringing a fusion between physical realm and the spiritual one. Now, this seems to be not, this doesn't seem to flow with what we we're saying before. So in the context of their argument, their argument was about the taste of the meal, of the meat. Which meat tastes better? In other words, which one brings more pleasure when eating it? So now we could understand their preference. How so? Well, culinary pleasure usually is more ac accentuated when one experiences a new taste. When one has a new sensation, you want something that you usually don't eat. And that's why it brings some kind of a chidush. When there is that, that new type of taste that you're not accustomed to, ah, you're interested. So therefore, we could put now this discussion in the same, in the same context. The king is looking for something that is novelty for him. So therefore, being that he represents Kutsha Berichu, the way they are separated from the world, then his choice would be the goat. The goat we, meant, we, we mentioned before is the Balasek, the people who are involved with the world and the people who are elevating the world through their mitzvahs. That is more novelty to the king because he's all about separated himself and being higher than the world, above the world. Now for the queen, who is, we mentioned before, the concept of Shekhinah, which is bringing elocus within the world. So for the queen, the idea of separating itself from Elamaze, that is where the novelty. Being that the main concern is usually in the realm of bringing a gilui within the world, then her choice is the lamb. Being that the lamb represents Talmid Chachamim, Yoishve Oyel, those who learn Torah and not concerned with imbuing the material world with Elokus through their actions, but rather they rise up through the Torah study. So therefore the queen says, ah, that's, that's something new. That's something I would like. Very often you see this. The example that is brought of a, a real tainuk that comes from something, the pleasure that comes from something we're not accustomed to, 
The uh, marshal that is brought is a tzipora medaberes, that there is a certain kind of excitement that comes from seeing um, a parrot. The bird is talking, and that's a novelty. That's, we're not accustomed to see that. Um, a person who talks, that, you know, that's very usual. Uh, but when it's a bird that talks, because it's so unusual, that's what brings the biggest pleasure. So over here, this is the, the angle that the Hebrew Hashab is taking over here about this story by saying that we could look at the king and the queen being interested was the opposite of them. And therefore, the Yishve Oyel is what the king, the queen is interested in, the lamb. But the Baleisek, that is what the king is interested in because that's different than what he's used to. Now, the most important thing we need to go back to is the conclusion of the Gemara. The Gemari concludes, There is not one that is better than the other. Uh, they are both comparable. Moreover, they both complement one another. Which means one cannot only take one approach. That is our message. You cannot say one is better than the other. So let's apply this conclusion of the Gemara to the three dimensions of the story that we have mentioned, that we have just spoken about. Everyone should have both the zeal and boldness of the Balchuva, the Az, Azus of Balchuva, the Ace, and the Tmidus, the consistency of the Tzadikim. Which means that even people who are Tzadikim should have some kind of an avoid that comes with the misus nefesh and with the boldness and so on. And those who are in the level of tshuva should aim and strive for consistency in their avoid. Likewise, on the second dimension, we have to learn niglen chsidis. One cannot say, I'm only going to learn Nigle or I'm only going to learn Chesidus. But moreover, how do they complement one another? That Nigle has to be learned with the same bitul as Chesidus, even though Nigle is logical and it applies our, our logic and intellect and reason. Nonetheless, we have to learn Nigle with the same bitul that we learn Chesidus. And Chesidus, even though it is more abstract, needs to be learned with the same methodology and pursuit of understanding as Chesidus is studied. And finally, there is Baal Eisek, those who learn Torah a whole day or those who their job are in Klekodesh, that they're busy with Ruchnius and pretty much surrounded and separated from the rest of the world, they also have to set aside time in which they have to get involved with other people. Bring a locus in the world by going out and reaching out to Eden who are not in their level. At the same time, as important as Limudat Torah is Kiyuma Mitzvahs, and especially Tzedakah, that even even Yeshve Oyel have to have the same approach as the Baleisek. On the other hand, a Baalesek, somebody who's busy working all week, has to also have 
the part of the Yeshve Oyel must set aside time on a regular basis with the consistency to learn Torah every day and to once in a while seclude himself at least intellectually, spiritually and separate himself for, from Inyan Oilam in order to really bring an elevation to himself. Just want to conclude with the fact that this is, as I started, the beginning, the first sentence that is brought in the Seder Koban Pesach that we see on Erev Pesach says, Koban Pesach mevi mina kvasim oiminaizim. You could bring the Koban Pesach from either the lamb or the goat. And once again, if the Koban Pesach message is about personal redemption and freedom, one could only reach fully this redemption and freedom when he takes both approaches of the lamb and the goat. Real freedom will come when one is able to transcend his nature, his natural tendencies and interests, and be able to serve Hashem in both directions. And the keves and the es. Because at the end, the lamb and the goat are equivalent.